Welcome to Geek Fights. Damon Saw. It's Man of Steel. Huh. Now, it's weird, because I really don't know what I was going to talk about during this. Uh, I was talking to Josh just before. And I guess I could talk about why Superman sucked. Or sucks. And I think part of the problem was that first movie, 1978 Superman. (coughs) Excuse me, I have a bit of a cold. But I think uh, the uh, 1978 Superman was too good and too effective. Uh, And by that I mean, uh, at least for pop culture, that has been Superman uh, for the last, what is it, 34 years now? Almost, well, going to be 35. That's been Superman for 35 years. Even when they did the, uh, you know, the new movie, Returns, in 2006, they went back to that format. And that Superman was great for that time. But now, we, we live in a, I'll say it, I've said it before, I'll say it again, post-9-11. And those of you that are young, that were kids, hell, I was a kid when it happened, but I was in my 20s. You don't understand how significantly different the world is. Not just because of 9-11. Cell phones, smartphones. Because we had cell phones. Smartphones. The internet is everywhere. Hell, Xbox One comes out this this, uh, winter, and it's like, yeah, uh, if you don't have internet, don't bother buying it. Like, this is a console where they've basically alienated anybody who doesn't have an internet connection. They're assuming that the vast majority of people will. But our world has changed significantly, and Superman and pop culture didn't. Uh, I think that's why the 2006 Superman (coughs) failed. Uh, People used to make... I think it's the other thing of movie making. Uh, You can make small movies and and more personal films. Uh, There's nothing wrong with it. Um, But that's not what people expect from superhero movies. People don't expect small personal movies. They expect big action flicks. And... Superman Returns does not deliver at all, especially because of the Matrix. Matrix Revolutions. That last fucking scene where Neo, the one, is fighting Agent whatever, the agent, and and they're having just a gigantic fight in the middle of the air. So much awesome shit is happening. You're like, holy shit, this is great. This is amazing. I can't wait until they do Superman. It actually happened in uh, Revelation. What's the other one? Reloaded. Matrix Reloaded. When he flies away on the freeway, when he zooms up as everything's exploding, he zooms in, he saves him, and he flies away. That's the first moment I was like, oh my god. Special effects are now at the point where they can do Superman the way I want to see Superman. Um, the 1970 version, we, we did believe a man could fly. That was amazing. Um, it was ahead of the game for special effects and shit. But by today's standards, that was, uh, 
by today's standards, it's been there, done that. Plain and simple. We've been there. We've seen it. Uh, show us something new. And if you're not going to show us something new, at least show him hitting something. Because in, in the first four Superman movies, he doesn't hit anybody until Superman 4. I guess he does fight him in Superman 2's odd, but even then, those are lame fucking fights. Yeah, they are lame fucking fights. Because Zod and Ursa and Nog, isn't that his name? Whatever. Nom, whatever. They kick shit all around. And, you know, it's special effects wire work. And then, uh, <coughs> Superman loses his powers. And then, uh, he's regular old Clark Kent. And then when when he's done, like, you know, oh, it's like, uh-oh. Now, oh, it's now, now it's time for them to kick his ass. Oh, they, they want him to get in the chamber. He gets in the chamber, and he reverses the polarity of the chamber through pure, pure will, and makes everybody outside of the chamber uh, depowered, or takes away their powers. Although, I, I honestly believe that Lois Lane should have been superpowered after that, but whatever. Depowered everybody. And, uh... They went about their, you know, he went about, like, throwing them into frosty pits and basically kind of killing them and putting them back in the fan zone, whatever. But that's the end of that. Uh, and then Nuclear Man, that everybody hates, but uh, there's physical fights in that, but they're all lame. Because there's only so much you can do with wire work and stunt work. Uh, at least when it comes to Superman. By that point, 1986, you wanted to see Superman punch a dude through a wall. And it didn't happen. But that's okay. You weren't expecting miracles. Oh, there's a young couple walking up. But I have to be quiet. I'm walking with my Superman shirt on. Are they walking a dog? No, they're just walking with each other. Oh, they're making out. They don't see me. Weird. I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm wearing my Boba's headset. So I don't know how loud I am to you. I don't know how loud I am to the people that are walking around me. But anyway, uh, by, by the late 80s, I wanted, to, I wanted to see Superman punch something through a wall. They were starting to do that kind of stuff in cartoons, superhero cartoons. Uh, they were upping the ante. And during the 90s, for superheroes, they definitely upped the ante during the ca- cartoons. Not necessarily the TV shows, but the cartoons. Uh, hell, even in the comics, because you still get, you know, you get the death of Superman. He, he has a physical fight where it, people... People shit on the death of Superman as a marketing ploy, which it was. An extremely successful one. But if you go back, and there are trade paperbacks that are like $5, the death of, of Superman. Not necessarily death in return. Return has flaws. The death, the whole lead up, I talked about it in the other, uh, in the Superman episode. Doomsday. The only thing you see of Doomsday until he gets out is him punching a wall. Several issues, just a few panels each issue. And when he arrives, 
and he fights Superman because he tears through everybody else in the in the DC universe at the time. Like there was a shitty Justice League, he wipes them out. He wipes the floor with them quickly too. And I, if I'm not if I'm remembering it correctly, so most of it happens off off page, off panel. Like ooh, what happened to them? Doomsday. Oh. It happened in the Justice League issues, but I, in Superman, I don't think it actually happened. Um, and Doomsday shows up, and they have a knockdown, dragout fight. This is 1992. A fight, and, and it, I gotta give credit to Dan Jurgens. The panel where Superman dies, that is one of, or the killing blow. One of the most iconic Superman moments for me. It's the fact that he, he would never give up. He would never stop. Even though Doomsday had physically beaten him to a pulp. And he had physically beaten Doomsday. They were just swinging and swinging. And, every, and I think it was a narration. You know, every blow, you could hear glass shattering all over the place. Because every punch was, was enough to basically pop people's eardrums. And... The last blow is both of them connecting at the same time, and then Doomsday goes down. Superman goes down. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. But, ooh, excuse me again. They, 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 it's, a, it's a really good fight. Uh, probably my all-time favorite. Because after that point, that's what I wanted to see from Superman. And Superman probably has one of the worst rogue galleries in all of comics. And I know there are people who are going, no, they're great characters. Yes, I, I understand. They're great characters. And as Mike has even said, that Lex Luthor isn't, isn't as much a rogue as a supporting character of the Superman comic books. Uh, you kind of expect to see Lex Luthor in almost every issue, because he's in Metropolis. But his rogues are... People like Doomsday, Brainiac, uh, Metallo, Mr. McNitzia-Spitalik, um, Shriek, uh, what's, what's the Ice Lady? Uh, there, there's so many, so many people that are like fourth or fifth tier people to the rest of the DC Universe. They are, like, because the problem is Superman is too powerful, but he's not. They always write him way too powerful when he's up against a villain that's, you know, subpar on his power level. Like, there should only be a few people that can actually physically take on Superman. And in his comic book, for a very long time, that was not the case. He was really powerful, but they would still try and do the, well, Doomsday beat him up. So let, let, let's have these people try and punch him. It's like, no, he's Superman. The only way you, you have a chance, which you don't, at fighting Superman is outthinking him. Because he's, he is superior to you in every single way. Which actually includes his mental faculties, but most people don't think about that part. Uh, anyway, I'm going on a long diatribe about why Superman sucked. Uh, and, and then, and then the other problem is, the character itself doesn't suck. Uh, 
He is very solid origin. He's a very solid power base structure. You know how to use him. The problem is people... Uh, let me take this one out. There we go. Problem is people use him. The, the, the people who write him don't know how to use him. Some of them are in love with the 1978 idea of Superman, and that's the Superman that they want to put in comic books. And for better or worse, that's not usually the Superman people want to read. Uh, you know, even uh, JMS, his Superman run. I liked that that bit of Superman before he dumped the book. And then Earth 1, Volumes 1 and 2, I still say, go pick them up. They are amazing. But uh, he had an idea, and he got shouted, shouted down. And uh, I was also talking to Josh about this earlier. Who will be in this episode, mind you? Uh, letting your freak flag fly. Uh, or your geek flag fly. I would... I was saying to him, uh, I think the reason why we have so many dickish assholes that are geeks is because there's no longer any shame in their game. There should always be a little bit of shame that you like this thing that much. Because it's a little little weird to go just like, whoa, that's strange. You have an unnatural... I really can't think. I just woke up a little while ago. Uh, But you have an unnatural affection. There we go. For this thing. You know, be it Superman, be it Batman, be it Star Trek, Star Wars, whatever it is, it's a little bit farther than most people. Fan is short for fanatic. There's nothing good about fanatics. Like, really, think about it. Nothing good about fanatics. So, there, there should always be a little shame in your game. Like, ooh, I think I like that just a little too much. Not that you don't like it any less. Just have a little bit of humility and know that there is a, a very good reason why the rest of the world doesn't like it as much as you do. Because you're you and you're very unique. I guess that's what it is, letting your geek flag fly. Uh, it is knowing that you're you. And everything's okay, even though it is a little weird that you like this thing that much. Uh, I think it's the, these damn kids today, they don't know. But anyway, back to the Man of Steel. Uh, My expectations for the movie. Uh, Jason Thompson has already seen it, and he was tweeting about how amazing it is. I want to see Superman punch things in a movie. I don't want to see feats of strength. Uh, I really don't care about feats of strength. I don't need him to lift shit. At all. Matter of fact, I will be super happy if in this movie he does not lift a boat, a plane, a meteorite, a rocket, anything. I don't want any feats of strength. At least not in that shape, like where he's just lifting something. We know Superman's strong. You don't need to tell us that anymore. Uh, you don't even need to convey it in, in movie form. Uh, I think the best moment of Superman of Vulnerability of all time is still in Superman Returns, uh, where they take that bullet and it bounces off his bare-ass eyeball. You can do something like that. I don't think you need to, though. But you can. These are, these are things that are ingrained in the general public. We know that 
He's invulnerable. He's super strong. He can fly. He can shoot beams out of his eyes. These are things we know about the Man of Steel. Uh, so don't waste time explaining it. Uh, hell, don't really even show it. Except for in, in other ways. of He gets thrown through a building, off a building. Gets punched in the face a hundred times. Things like that. That's what I mean by show it. But if you're going to show it, show it in a different way. Uh, don't go to the old standby of this is 1970s-80s filmmaking and this is how we, you know, this is what we're stuck with. No, Superman as a character is 75 years old. Um, you can damn, do, damn near do anything you want with him because uh, he's Superman. And going backwards with the character, I don't think it's good. Like, people... They lost the underwear. And? Is he still in blue and red? And does he have a cape? Yeah? Well, that's all you need to know. He's Superman. Well, he's upset by something. Clark Kent can't have emotions? You want an emotionless, always happy Superman? I, I don't want my superheroes to have feet of clay. Um, which is fine. Uh, the... Those heroes, which is mostly DC heroes, if you don't want them to have feet of clay, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to a wide audience, you are in the minority. People actually do want characters that they can relate to. Because uh, if you can't connect with Cal L, Clark Kent, anything, uh, you're going to have problems. You're not going to, you know. It's going to be harder to emotionally invest yourself in that program. And some people can, some people can't. You know, as Brian Townsend says, he wants his heroes to be better than him. Uh, but, which, I, I, he's absolutely right. I want my heroes to be better than me too. But the difference is, I want them to have the same, the same hang-ups and flaws that I might have and overcome those. Uh, the the non-feet of clay heroes uh, don't have those flaws. They, they don't have anything to overcome because they're already better than that. Which is fine. But, well, fine for some people. But that that's a problem for me. I don't need that. Anyway, I, I still have to listen to Mike's episode. You know, I'm going to listen to the Mike origin episode as I'm walking, too. Uh, I'm going to stop talking for now. I'm probably going to get Josh on before we see the movie. Because how long has this been going? 20 minutes? Holy shit. Boy, oh boy, can I talk. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, after these messages, we'll be right back. I don't know why I'm saying that. But yeah, I'll be back with Josh. Maybe. Well, actually, no. No matter what, I'm going to be back with Josh. Whether or not it's before the movie or after, we'll find out. Oh, yeah. Spoilers from this point on. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie yet, uh, spoil yourself. Because uh, unlike uh, Star Trek, it was Khan. Uh, yeah, we're talking about Khan now. Unlike that, there aren't any spoilers that I know of uh, for Man of Steel. Uh, unless uh, Mr. Mixias Pitalik shows up. Uh, yeah, there, there's, there's no spoilers. Ooh, it was Kryptonite. Yeah, no spoilers. 
So uh, I'm going to no and no anticipation for anything. So I'm going to spoil the shit out of this movie. So uh, geek fights trademark and Geyer spoiler spoiler warning. Yeah, that's right now. It's the Ann Geyer spoiler warning. Still spoiler. What did you say, Josh? I didn't say anything. Were you saying I don't say hi to the people because I'm a black man? I might have suggested it. All right. I might have. So it's still pre-movie. Uh, what, what are you hoping for, Josh? I'm hoping... Don't talk serious. I don't want to see your serious face while you're talking right now. Okay. Well, here's what I'm hoping for. Movie starts off. Ton of origins. Ton of little kid Clark. Zod shows up. And then they fucking turn it into a sequel. That's it. They just end once he arrives. Anything you saw in the in the previews just did not not fucking happen. You're gonna have to come back in a year and watch everything in the previews. This is gonna be two and a quarter hours of just little kid Clark jumping around, picking up school buses. There's not even gonna be Zod. They're just gonna show him in space. He's not coming till the sequel, guaranteed. Ah, good old Josh Van Valkenburg bringing the heat right now. Did you know there's a park over here? I did know there was a park. Did you know that after you work out at Zumba, you can get a burrito? Zumba has a burrito workout? Yeah, and the Mexican grill for after you do your Zumba karate. I think Zumba, I think it's just the Zumba grill. I don't think it has anything to do with the... No, it's the same franchise. You You can franchise the exercise or the burritos or both. 90% 90% sure. Uh, I've been listening to Mike Ortiz's uh, Origins of Superman. It's actually really good. Although, I don't know how it's going to end up being two and a half hours. Uh, I'm 40 minutes in, and he's already into, like, the 1960s. So I'm like, what the hell? So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But, what do you say? You talking? This is a scary park. This is where we recorded uh, the Dark Knight one. It gets, uh, it gets dark out early over here in this park. Because guess what? Because all the tree coverage. No, because we're not wearing hockey pants. I'm not wearing hockey pants. Uh, the greatest line in movie history, at least comic book movie history, the one that's m- mocked more than any other line, I'm not wearing hockey pants. That guy threw that thing on the ceiling. And, and like, he's pissed. Are they breaking shit? No, 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 no. Josh, stop. What are you doing? You know, I'm still recording. <coughs> he almost threw that on the roof. That, that kid was almost a Superman. I don't know what Josh is doing. You can't see him, and I'm, I'm being very... I, I think he's going to hop the wall. This is something... This is what happens when you hang out people with people that are 10 years younger than you. I want to shout, Joshua, don't do that, but I'm not going to do that. And then... He saw that there's a third person there. What? I don't know what he's doing. Um, but yeah, definitely after this point, spoilers, because we're going to be sitting in the theater, and it's going to be great. Uh, Josh has been found out, and it's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I will... Uh, Get back to you after the movie. I just got the intel. There oh. are a couple of middle-aged men, and they're throwing boxes around. All right. Anyway, yeah. Uh, spoiler and guy or spoiler warning. Uh, after this point, we're going to talk about what happens.
recharge me myself. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, um, I was in almost tears for the vast majority of the movie because it's horrible. No, I'm fucking around. It's amazing. Uh, it is definitely the movie of the summer. It saved DC movies. It's it's the superhero movie. You look at superhero movies. This is it. This is what we've been waiting for. This is the movie that everyone will look at and say, "This is this is." You can't. Okay. Okay. So spoilers, because we're we're going into the the hidden forest over here. Spoilers. This is the same hidden forest we recorded things for Dark Knight. Mike hasn't seen this shit yet. Nobody else has seen this shit yet. Spoilers. 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 Uh, Lois Lane figures out his identity immediately. Uh, beautiful. Love the shit out of that. He's not a reporter in the movie. What? Not a reporter in the movie. Not until the very end. Spoilers. I'm telling you. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Spoiler. Jor-El. Holy shit. Jor-El is amazing in this movie. He is... He... Just a really well done. I think they made him probably one of the most important characters in the movie, even though he has less screen time than a lot of other characters. He just his scenes are so critical and so well made that um, that I think when you see it, you, you'll you'll just you'll understand why. Pocket makes me want to cry. I'm not even joking. And, and it's before he dies. And I'm not even going to say how he dies, but how he dies, if you, if you have a soul, you will be really close to crying because it is, it is fucking heart-wrenching. Um, <laughs> and then after he dies, when he pops up again, the lessons that he learns, should I let those people die? And everyone was upset about that fucking trailer, but Pa Kent had a goddamn point. This is the world we live in right now. Oh, and then... The feats, I said it right before this, I didn't want to see feats of strength. First thing you see him do is a fucking feat of strength, and it's amazing. It's not like the stupid pulling a boat out of the ocean or moving a missile. It's to save people, and it was great. That's absolutely 100% true. This isn't fucking any of the other Supermans you've seen where it's, he does these goofy gimmick things to kind of show off for the camera, to show off what the special effects people can do. It really makes you feel... Like he's doing it with purpose, and it's something that has to be done. Anybody that that has any type of bravery or, or heart would would do the same thing if they could, and that's that's what makes it so well done. And uh, Zod, <laughs> uh, the Kryptonians. Let me say that again. I'm going to pluralize that for you again. Kryptonians. There are not one. There's not two. There's not three. There's like ten of them. Uh, most of them don't come down. There is a gimmick in the movie that some people will dislike. Uh, I don't know why you would. It, it's a science fiction movie. It made sense to me. Uh, Krypton has a different atmosphere, and it fucks with the Kryptonians' lungs and shit. Uh, Superman was able to overcome that because, well, he lived here. He lived here for <laughs> 33 years. It's, it's, it's just the way it worked out. Uh, so the Kryptonians, had that, that was their weakness. But they were still strong. And they could do the leaping. Holy shit, that was the best part. That was the best part. I forgot all about that. The flying. Yeah. So he doesn't fly until he puts on the costume, which is thumbs up for that. And he doesn't fly at the very beginning of it. He leaps several times. He leaps. To, he doesn't leap any buildings. He's just jumping. And it's like, holy shit, you got to be kidding me. Before he flies, he jumps. There are so many under-the-cover under the nod to the fans that nobody else would fucking notice. <sighs> 
And and if you were a fan of Superman, they got his heart right. And that's I think that's all that really counts, right? Yeah, that's that's it. They 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 brought the character to the screen the way he should be. He's not distant. He's not conflicted. He knows what's right and he does what's right no matter what. And then at the very end of the movie, he smiles. And he has a big toothy grin. This is going to make a shit ton of money. Uh, They basically made up for fucking Green Lantern. That fucking atrocious movie. I didn't see any nods to Green Lantern. I did see a lot of LexCorp. It's all over over Metropolis, but it's all over the movie. And I can see how easily they're going to lead into Lex Luthor being... An antagonist, not necessarily the villain, but an antagonist in another movie because Metropolis was fucking decimated in this movie. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think that Lex Luthor is going to be the man who saves Metropolis, the man who brings it back from from what the aliens turned it into, and I think that's going to be a really key pinnacle plot point in the in the next one. Is is really Luthor explaining we're here to rebuild the city that outsiders destroyed. And and I think it's 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 genius. <sighs> I, I'm I'm not even joking. Uh, if Josh wasn't here, I'd I'd have been crying in the fucking theater for most of the movie, and not just because of Pa Kent. There are parts of the movie where it's it's so the Superman that I wanted. It's so Superman that if you shit on this one, it, uh, Geek World, you, I I I I'm glad I'm ending the show. I'm glad I'm divorcing myself from you fuckers. Because this shit was great. And uh, anything else, Josh? I, any other spoilers we want to drop in there? Not necessarily a spoiler, but when you watch this movie, you will believe a man can fly. I know I joke about it, but if you're watching that movie, if you're immersed in it, you're going to believe it. It's awesome. There, there are moments <laughs> where I was watching, and then I would get sucked all the way in. It was like, oh shit. And I mean all the way in to the... There was something going across the screen. I was like, oh, and, I, and we did see it in 3D, not IMAX, but there isn't any IMAX to this movie, so it didn't really matter. But there were parts where I got sucked in, and I'd be like, oh, wait, Josh is right next to me. I'm not in space right now. <laughs> like, it was, it was really good. Really well made. If you have a problem with Zack Snyder, you can fuck off. He did a great job with the movie. This is the reason why you bring in Zack Snyder, because, uh, as a matter of fact, it's funny. I might go back and watch <laughs> Sucker Punch because it follows along the same storytelling plot line as Sucker Punch. I'm not even kidding. Have you seen Sucker Punch? Because Sucker Punch does a lot of go forward, go backward, go forward, go backward, go forward, go backward. Or, or move around in different ways. And that's what this movie does. They don't just go, okay, this is the origin, this is him as a kid, now he's an adult. They don't do the normal linear timeline thing. They... They, they do the leaving Krypton, arriving on Earth, and then he's on a fucking boat. And, and then they slowly but surely tell you the lessons of Pa Kent. And it's like, ah, and Ma Kent. Both of which were amazing. Everybody did a great job acting. And uh, for those of you that were like, Jimmy Olsen isn't in the movie. It's Jenny Olsen. She's not Jenny Olsen. At least according to the fucking credits at the end of the movie, she's Jenny. Uh, they don't they don't have a Jimmy Olsen in the movie. Uh, they actually saved it so they could have a Jimmy Olsen in the movie um, in the next one. Uh, yeah. I don't know if... Uh, is there anything else? I, I don't think there's anything else I can say other than... Go fucking see it. If you don't see it, 
you're an asshole, period. That's it. Yeah, th- this was the movie that they were going to, the uh, visual effects people were trying to get everybody to cripple. You know, it's the wait a week thing. Um, you, you could do that, but why would you want to hurt Superman? <laughs> you, would, you would be a fool, and the only person you're hurting is yourself. The, the movie's going to make so much money, you got to be there day one, day two. You have to, you have to get your feet on the ground. Well, no, you, I mean you can you can do the wait a week thing for things like I don't know uh, Pacific Rim. Uh, you know I, I'm going to see Pacific Rim. I think it's going to be great. It's full of visual effects. Wait a week for Pacific Rim or uh, Lone Ranger. Wait a week. You no, know? Lone Ranger. Wait till fucking DVD. I know. Get red box. That's I'm it. not going to see uh, Arm and Hammer in that movie. Oh, it's the cops. It's right there. You see him? Uh oh, we're going to have to go because we're in a park we're not supposed to be in. Uh... Until next time. Keep uh, fighting the geek fight. Uh, good night.